Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Come on, Zin. The hospitalizations have continued to increase in New York City. Uh, we said that we would watch it if the stabilization, if the hospital rate didn't stabilize, we would close indoor dining. It is not. We're going to close indoor dining in New York City on Monday. Uh, outdoor dining and takeout continues. Outside of New York City, uh, and in the Picture, orange the meatball, zones. The meatball is doing it again. Welcome to the Savage Nation. I don't understand. Well, I do understand how the country is melting down. When you have people this stupid running a state the size of New York, and he's not alone, these schmucks are closing down the lifeblood of their states. Now, why are they doing it? Well, they say they're doing it because their hospitals have reached a capacity or near capacity. They have 14, 15% of capacity left in their uh, ICU units. Say, okay, well, we can't have that happen. Well, the answer is not to destroy businesses, Governor. The answer is to increase your ICU capacity. So then the next statement is, oh, well, but we don't have the staff to staff the ICU. Yes, you do. It's called the National Guard. That's what you do. You call out the National Guard in times of emergency. And they staff the new ICU units. Governor Cuomo, Governor Newsom, Governor Whitmere. You don't destroy the businesses and kill jobs. Say, well, we don't have a National Guard. We don't have enough of them. Then call out the military. We're not fighting any foreign wars, thanks to President Trump. We're not in three wars overseas. Bring in medical personnel from the military during these crisis months, governors. You have zero intelligence if you can't figure this out. But worse than that, you have stupid people advising you, like Governor Fauci, who should be in a jail cell, instead of pontificating every day. Do you know what Fauci said yesterday? Fauci said blacks should accept the COVID vaccine because it was developed by an African-American woman. Not only is he stupid, but he's racist on top of it all. I read that dogs are being trained to detect people infected with COVID-19 by sniffing their armpits. I would give that job to Anthony Fauci, not the dogs. Welcome to the Savage Nation. The phone number is 855-400-SAVAGE for another couple of weeks, and then it disappears, and it's gone forever. Now, I was on Newsmax TV this morning. I really enjoyed the appearance. I didn't get to talk about what I wanted to talk about. I got to talk about some fun stuff, and then we didn't get to what I just talked about. I saved it for you, my radio audience, where I said increase ICU capacity. Don't shut regions down. And yet Governor Cuomo was sitting up there like the godfather. Hey, we're reaching a level up. We're shutting you down on Monday. Do you understand that restaurants are the lifeblood of Manhattan and New York City? Do you understand this? Do you know what this, I wouldn't even call her a mayor of San Francisco because she was created. She's a factor. I don't even know where she came from. I never heard of her. I've lived here 45 years. I followed most of the politicians all these years. I've heard all their names. We never heard of her. London Breed, no one knows who she is, where she came from, what her qualifications are, what job she held, nothing. And here she's the mayor destroying the beautiful city that we all live in when she doesn't have to do that. She's not smart. She's dumb. She's stupid. Is the governor not smart enough to understand that he could save not only the state, the economy of the state, 
the millions of jobs in the state that he's destroying, but also his own career? Governor Newsom's career is in real shambles right now for a number of reasons. He could save his own career by stepping away from his stupid advisors and make believe he came up with this idea, not me. I don't need the credit for it. I just love the state too much. I don't care who gets credit for it. Governor Newsom could get up and give a speech tomorrow, tonight, and say, I'm going to reopen the restaurants for outdoor dining in order to save the jobs and save the restaurants and save the economy. And I'm going to do so by increasing ICU capacity immediately. Don't you remember that Trump sent the hospital ship to New York? And do you remember a month before he did that, I recommended that the hospital ships be used? I don't know if you recall any of this. We have a hospital ship that, that could be put off the coast of Los Angeles or San Francisco. We have two hospital ships, by the way. We could increase ICU capacity by expanding them in every hospital that, that has one and staffing them with National Guard and military personnel temporarily. That is what the National Guard is for. That is why we have a military, is to defend the nation. And I'm sure that there are many, many trained nurses and doctors in the military and National Guard who would be more than happy to step in and save the states that they love so much instead of worrying about the Taliban in, uh, in, in, in Iran or the Taliban, rather, in Afghanistan, excuse me. They've got to fight the Taliban in the state offices. The Taliban in the mayor's offices are a bigger threat than the Taliban in Afghanistan. It is Rock and Roll Friday. We'll play the Newsmax TV show a little later. There are some other stories. Never forget what I said today because I said it before. Increase the ICU capacity. Don't shut the regions down. I read that the Tahoe region will be placed on the stay-at-home order Thursday night. That was last night. Again, health officials. What is a health official but a failed doctor? I went to graduate school. I know who they are. They were the B and C students who couldn't become medical doctors. They became MPHs and went to work in these little agencies. They did nothing for all these years. And now they've been given the power of gods themselves. They're not thinkers. They're not clear thinkers. They're not far forward thinkers. They're just bureaucrats waiting to collect their pension. You know, who is it who works in restaurants? Who, who works in restaurants? Immigrants. Where are they supposed to get their next paycheck from? They don't get a regular check from the government every week or two. They don't have a pension, and they hate this government. The Mexican immigrants I talk to hate this government. They may never vote for another Democrat again. But likewise, where are the Republicans in the state of California who have any original ideas? There are none. I haven't heard one stand up and say what I just said. Well, anyway, you heard it here. You send it, I heard it here. Now what? Now what are we going to talk about? Well, there's a small tourist town, tourist town in Southern California that is not going to comply with Governor Newsom's shutdown order. And it may not be the only one. They're starting to rebel against the governor. Now remember, just remember, the governor is only a man. There are millions of people who will lose their livelihood and their lives. Suicides are going through the roof. Businesses are dying. People are dying. People are committing suicide. Marriages are dying. But the small tourist town of Solvang is refusing to comply with Governor Newsom. They're, con they're continuing to go about their business. They say, while well, restaurants, our restaurants are still adhering to safety protocols and limiting capacity, we're going to allow outdoor dining. They know what they're doing. Solvang is an odd town. It's a Danish enclave in the middle of Santa Barbara wine country. Windmills rise above buildings. Shops and bakeries selling Danish goods line the streets. In December, the town holds Julefest, a Danish holiday celebration. And they're not complying with this fascistic order. They're not doing it. They're not stupid. They don't want the disease any more than the governor wants the disease to spread. But they have the brains to control the spread. They're continuing to practice social distancing. 
They're continuing to close indoor dining. And they're also permitting outdoor dining. And they're permitting stores to be open. Do you understand what's going on here? How stupid politicians can be? Do you understand that in a democracy like ours, a politician is only a suggestion, not an authoritarian that has absolute power over our lives? They're only suggesting what we do. And we could say go to hell to them. There aren't enough police in this state who would comply with a governor who says lock them all up. Isn't it ironic that the same governors who let the illegal aliens flood over the border with drugs, smuggling young girls, smuggling drugs, turned the other way as this was and is going on? The very same governors who would not crack down on human smuggling, would not crack down on drugs, are cracking down on the, on the, the person who wants to open up her hair salon, the barber who wants to cut hair the restaurant person who spent his whole life building one or two restaurants and has now been put out of business by these new Neros. Do you understand what's going on? It is un-American what is being done by them. And so, my friends, we come back to the beginning. The phone number is 855-407-282. Remember what I said, because many of you don't hear all of what people say to you begin with, let alone on radio. You have us typecast. You say, well, he said this, but he doesn't know that. Let me repeat it if you missed it. I said, increase ICU capacity instead of destroying jobs and businesses. So then people will say, well, we don't have enough nurses and doctors. And I say, use the National Guard and the military. That's what they're for. If you can refute this, please do. If you're a genius in the field of hospitals, and I have made a mistake here, I want you to call this program and tell us why we can't increase ICU capacity. Why can't we set up field hospitals? The military has thousands of them. Why can't we bring hospital ships outside the city of San Francisco or into the port itself? Why can't it be brought into the port of Los Angeles, another hospital ship? Why can't another hospital ship be brought into the city of New York? Why does the stupid governor insist on destroying his own cash cow. What is wrong with these people? Does their desire for power exceed their need for revenue? Or do they have something else in mind? Do they actually think that Uncle Joe is going to bail them out? Well, let's assume Uncle Joe will bail them out. Where's the money going to come from? Where is the money going to come from when Joe Biden is wheeled into his job, where are they going to get the money from? Are they going to print it like Donald Trump has done? Where is that going to lead us? Are they going to steal it from the rich who have already paid taxes through the nose? Are they going to tax your bank account? Are they going to tax your bank account? Did you hear what I just said? All you good liberals who have it all stashed away, you think you're immune? Are they going to tax your bank account? Or would you be immune because you'll say, but wait, I voted for the party. Look at my Communist Party ticket. It was stamped. You can't tax me. I'm a good liberal from Marin County. You can't tax me. They will tax away your savings. Is that what you want for this country? Everything you worked for? Because these stupid governors refused to increase ICU capacity and let the good times roll? I'll be right back. Savage. With the holidays approaching, it's important to practice safe online shopping. Only shop at websites with URLs that start with HTTPS, and there should be an icon of a locked padlock typically to the left of the URL. And don't overshare. No online e-tailer needs your social security number or your date of birth. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. This holiday season, you could miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit and bank statements. Get LifeLock, the leader in identity theft protection. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information being used in their network, they'll send you an alert. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year. Just go to lifelock.com slash savage. 
That's lifelock.com slash savage for 25% off. Welcome to the Savage Nation. You know, you could bang your head against the stone wall. When you have fascistic Democrat governors who are fundamentally stupid and don't use common sense and would rather destroy their own states than give up a scintilla of power. Remember, we had these shutdowns and lockdowns last spring and what they did to the state, remember? And then slowly but surely, the hot weather arrived. The virus died down, as was predicted by everyone who understands the cycle of, of illness. And the, the restaurants prepared when they slowly were able to do outdoor dining. They built outdoor terraces, outdoor roofs. They spent every dime they had and then some. They borrowed money to build these outdoor facilities because Governor Newsom told them that they would be able to survive if they did that. And now they pulled the rug out from under them again. They can't survive this. The immigrants who work in these restaurants, the uh, waiters, the busboys, the chefs, they don't know what's going to happen. They have no money. They can't survive. So the answer is to increase ICU capacity. See, what is the rationale that Governor Newsom is using and Governor whatever Cuomo was using? Well, that the, I, the, the, the intensive care units, if they go below a 15% capacity, that's the trigger in their mind that they have to now shut down businesses because if they get more cases, they're going to be overwhelmed. So, okay, we're using logic now. Okay, so one thing to do would be shut all the businesses and hope that it stops the spread, but there's no proof that it will. By the way, there's no proof that shutting outdoor dining slows the spread. None at all. None. But one thing is for sure is that if you increase ICU capacity, you wouldn't have to shut down outdoor dining. And then people could go about and maybe maybe make a a living, a little bit of a living in the rainy and cold season coming up. As it is, they're not going to do that well. So I said, use the National Guard. I just got an email from a friend of mine who's a colonel in the National Guard, and he's a medical doctor, good friend of mine. And he said, Michael, the National Guard strike force medical units have been on 24-hour notice for 30 days. We are looking for equipment and supplies. I almost fell off my chair when I read that. Do you realize what he just said to me? I'm not going to disclose who he is. We have the money to take care of illegal aliens. We have the money to give out marijuana. We have the money to house homeless, disgusting, filthy bums in luxury hotels. But we don't have supplies and equipment for the National Guard. That's another example of your Democrat governors at work. Everything they touch turns to crap. Every decision they make is against living and for dying. They are death worshippers. Savage. Bang, 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 pork fried rice, anyone? Welcome to the program. So it's Rock and Roll Friday. And normally Fridays are light shows. You take it easy. You try to cruise into the weekend. It's hard to do right now when I see so many people in trouble in this state because of the mismanagement by Democrat governors who don't know what the hell they're doing. How is it that the state of Florida is wide open and people are dining outdoors and not everyone's dropping dead in the streets? How is it that in the Midwest, people are going about their lives normally, while in the porn belt of New York, California, the porn belt, the heart of the porn belt, people are locked away like slaves in a third world enslavement camp. It's like the Japanese internment at home. We kept hearing about the internment of Japanese. Well, they were taken out of their homes and put into internment camps, which nothing more than barracks, their property seized. But do you realize that by the governors taking away our freedom of movement, they're violating several of our bill, several of our rights all at once? Do you understand that they're violating three or four of our constitutional rights? And who are these people? They're just governors. They're not gods. Presidents can be overruled. Governors can be overruled. People can defy presidents. People can can defy governors. And yet we see no defiance. We see the liberals who are all so wild and crazy. All the wild and crazy liberals complying as quickly as they are told to comply. 
So this morning I went on the Newsmax TV show. It's booming, Newsmax TV. And we didn't get to talk about this, but we talked about that. Let's listen for a few minutes, and then we'll come back to you. Members of Congress are calling for Congressman Eric Swalwell to be booted from the House Intelligence Committee. The call for his removal comes after Axios reported the California Democrat was involved in an intimate relationship and possibly shared sensitive information with a suspected Chinese spy. The congressman has strongly denied the report and even blamed President Trump for the story even coming out. Joining us to discuss is Michael Savage, the host of the Savage Nation radio show, and our panel, Aaron and Mark, are both back with us. Okay, Michael, um, this is kind of a troubling pattern, isn't it? We had Dianne Feinstein staffer, Debbie Wasserman, Schultz, his office was compromised. We know that now Swalwell, major player in the impeachment battle against President Trump. Uh, Do you believe that party leaders are increasingly compromised by Chinese intelligence? And what's to be done to protect our national security? Well, you got to understand we have the best Chinese food in in the world here. We have once beaten uh, Swalwell over rice in our restaurants. And you really have to try the fang, fang, bang, bang, pork fried rice uh, when you come out here. And uh, I mean, we've been eating it for years. We all know this. The minced Democrat lo mein is really not to be avoided. And never forget the twice beaten Feinstein tofu. The answer is simple. It's been going on forever. Everybody knows that this as a Pacific Coast city has been the link, the bridge to uh, our dear friends in Beijing, and that they planted honeypots here, they have congressmen in their pocket. This is not a surprise. This is like the prelude to World War III in some ways. If you go back to World War II and the Japan issue, it's not so different from what went on with Japan and their plants on the West Coast and elsewhere. Uh, But uh, the fact of the matter is now they're blaming Trump for this as well. As I said, if Trump found the cure for cancer six months ago, they would have said, why did he withhold the the cure for cancer so long? He must have had it for at least six months. Look at all the people who died as a result of him holding it back. Uh, Now, the, the question here, though, guys, is Pelosi. Interestingly enough, she's not involved, and there's good reason for that. 20 years ago, I had her on my radio show. She's very pro-Taiwan. She's not really in the pocket of the communist Chinese, and she never has been, so far as I know. Well, of course, you you have Dianne Feinstein, just not to interrupt you, Michael, but you have, of course, Dianne Feinstein's husband has made hundreds of millions of dollars off of of Chinese investments. Well Uh, known, but I'm talking, but but Pelosi is a friend of Taiwan, Mm -hmm. not the Chi-Coms. Mm-hmm. So that's why she's not been caught up in the scandal. Feinstein, did you notice Feinstein suddenly pulled a big chin gigante? That she's suddenly senile, uh, <laughs> doesn't know what's going on. What, she knew this scandal was about to hit. And all of a sudden she pretended she was slightly aged, 87. Uh, oh, I think I'll touch Lindsey Graham's hand. Remember that? To me, it looks like yeah. a big chin job. It doesn't look like she's really senile. Michael, I just I want to bef- I've only got about two minutes left and I want to try and get our panel in, too. But I just want to ask you quickly uh, about uh, the latest on this Texas, uh, the latest on this Texas lawsuit. Do you think the court will take it up? Why or why not? I'm sorry to say, and I know I'm going to lose a lot of support. This reminds me of the uh, post-Civil War era. Where people were screaming, save your Confederate money. The South will rise again. The establishment does not want President Trump to win. It will not get any more traction. And if it does and gets to the Supreme Court, they'll reject him because they're politicians as well. It's over whether we want to accept it or not. All right. Michael Savage, thank you so much. Savage. Well, I know many of you want me to sit here like uh, some who are continuing to pretend that that they want a civil war. But I don't want a civil war, number one. And number two, I don't think it's going to be overturned, and I'd rather not talk about it. There are shows that cater to that mindset. Uh, The people are very glad to egg you on while laughing all the way to the bank. I'm not one of them. Now, I want to say this. You're probably surprised. I know people emailed me after they heard the interview and said, wow, that was pretty amazing. You actually supported Pelosi in this. I said, look, I'm known for kind of calling it like it is. I don't sit here and just beat up on people just because they're a Democrat. 
or support them just because they're a Republican. I call them as I see them. And Nancy Pelosi has been a good friend of Taiwan ever since I've been in the radio business. And before that, she was a, a congresswoman and she was very, very carefully aligned with Taiwan. And I had her on my local radio show well over 25 years ago now. And we couldn't find the tape. We were looking for it. We can't find it. That's why she's not caught up in this. Now, of course, she tried to sweep the scandal under the rug because Swalwell and the other Dems are part of her, you know, her thing. So she's going to support them. But she knows they're in trouble. It's that simple. So I just got to add many people saying, how do I get your podcast come January? The simple thing is you just look up Michael Savage podcast or if you don't know what that is. Keep going on your website or on your iPhone to michaelsavage.com. We play it off the player on michaelsavage.com. Or go to Apple, which is the biggest uh, outlet for it, Spotify, etc. And it's free. There is no charge. It's not a subscription-based podcast. It is free of charge. Do you understand that? There will be some ads, thank God. Otherwise, there'd be no show. But it won't be like we have in radio, an ad every second with a little show thrown in. It'll be a lot of show with a little ads thrown in, which is give me a chance to develop an idea. So here we are, my friends, 855-407-282. Let's go to Michigan where Ben is waiting. Ben, line two. Ben, what's on your mind, please? Oh, Uncle Mike, I wanted to take the opportunity before I lost it to thank you. I'm not necessarily part of your normal demographic being an indigenous liberal, but I really appreciate uh, the past 10, 15 years of you being a thought provocateur for myself. Um, no, that's right. Thought provocateur. Very good. That's right. To, to incite people to think for themselves. That's the American way. That's the American way. Well, I hope you follow me over to the podcast. I'm sure you will. Um, Thanks for the call. See, there's a good liberal who's going to listen to me. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of listeners. Look, I don't want to talk about follow me to the podcast. It's becoming kind of exhausting. Today is the 11th of December. I'm going to take some time off before the end of the month. I don't know, a week probably minimum. I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm just not traveling. I don't want to be on the radio for one week. Most of you will be, you know, doing other stuff as you should be. Normal life will restore itself little by little in the country. You've got your family to worry about. You've got COVID to, to worry about. You've got the loss of your business to worry about. You can't worry about talk radio. Come January, God willing, when you start searching for the news again and you say, where's Savage? Why isn't he on my station? Just talk to Siri and say, find the Michael Savage podcast or continue listening to it on Apple or Spotify or michaelsavage.com or all the other great outlets for podcasts. And I will continue to do it. That's all. As long as God wants me to talk, I will talk. When God tells me to stop talking, I will stop talking. He has not said that to me yet. If he had said it to me... I would do what a lot of people do. They just say thank you very much for all the great years and goodbye. And that's the end of it. But I'm not ready for that yet. So I'm going to move into a new format, which is an old format, which is almost the same exact thing that I've been doing anyway, when you think about it. Someone asked me, what is the intent of your show? I spoke to a, um, I don't know how to put it, a, uh, a mystic. And the mystic said to me, what is the intent of your podcast? I didn't even know what she meant. I had to think about what, what he means, the intent of my podcast. I didn't know what that meant. Mystic said, what is the intent of your podcast? But I thought about it. It's the same. It's edutainment. Educate and entertain. Make bang bang with fang fang over rice. Uh, once boiled swalwell tofu, you know, that's a little funny stuff. And you tie it into the actual realities of the polit politics of the day. It's sort of the political zoo. And then we got all the other stuff, cars, pets, boats, food, nutrition. I've been putting up cooking videos on Twitter's, uh, I don't even what, what, mega, what, what do they call it on Twitter, that thing? Periscope. And they've been very popular, lots of downloads. People like to watch my camera jumping around, the camera falling over. And I do my cooking and uh, I talk politics at the same time. I'll continue to do Periscope. But it, the quality is going to get a lot better. If I want to do more periscopes, I'm going to get better equipment and, you know, a stabilizing unit. You know, maybe we'll do a two-camera thing with a, a person holding the camera this time. But then I thought about it. A lot of the YouTube videos are so well-produced. 
They're beautiful. They're almost like film production level. And I said, that would be boring for me to do that. I kind of like the handheld uh, iPhone that falls out of my hand into the gravy. I kind of like the jumpy camera work. I kind of think it's almost more intriguing and charming to do it my way, which is a single handheld camera while I'm cooking than to bring in a team and make it look like a professional cooking show. I really never wanted to be Martha Stewart. I'll be right back. Savage. So look, I got another email from my friend, the colonel in the National Guard. He's a doctor. Furthering my discussion as to why we don't have National Guardsmen staffing additional ICU units. And he gave me the answer just now. Again, he will remain anonymous. Michael, in May of 2020, we had 1,000, we had a 1,000 bed hospital in the Sacramento area, fully staffed. We received no patients. In San Mateo, we had a 110 bed hospital. We only had 14 patients in it for 60 days. Respectfully submitted. So in other words, it's a hype. This ICU capacity is a joke. It's a lie. It's a fraud. It's a game. They're busting the economies on purpose. So they're not that stupid. They're Machiavellian. This goes towards what the conspiracy theorists have been positing for months, which I rejected, which is that the governors like Cuomo and others are purposely destroying their own states in order to make you the citizens dependent upon them. You have to then come to them. Do you want to stand on a bread line that Governor Meatball controls? I told you four, five, six months ago, I feared that some of these corrupt Democrat governors were looking forward to a period where we'd have ration books like existed in World War II because that's when fortunes were made by the uh, underworld. Do you know that your grandparents probably had to stand on a line to get the basics There were government-issued ration books for butter, milk, eggs, bread, meat, and you could only get a certain amount per head, and people were buying and selling these ration coupons in the black market, and that organized crime was involved in the black market of these ration coupons. Can you believe this? Is it possible that that is what they have in mind? Is that even possible that in plain sight they're trying to destroy their own states? to create a government dependency and they will then control the coupon books? Is that possible? That it's that evil? I actually don't want to believe it, actually. To be honest with you, I don't want to believe it. But in a free society, in a democracy, if we had a free press, these questions would be asked. Instead, these dummies with their news trucks ride around and do nothing. These morons with their million-dollar news trucks report on nothing. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Rack and roll Friday, rack and roll Friday, not rock and roll Friday. I'm thinking of rack of lamb, but I don't eat meat. That's why I'm dreaming of lamb lately. I don't, never like lamb. I used to hear the thing crying to me at night. So here's show. The show today is um, got a serious theme, which is the destruction of our businesses by stupid liberal governors. Florida's wide open. They're not dropping dead in the streets. They're practicing reasonable protocols, masks, wiping down tables. So why can't Governor Newsom learn from Florida? Why can't Governor Cuomo learn from Florida? Are they doing this on purpose is what we've been talking about. 
So I raise the issue of you're using the rationale of closing your restaurants and your businesses. The rationale being that we've dropped below 15% or something to that effect of capacity in our intensive care units and we're going to get overwhelmed and the hospitals won't be able to function. So you say, well, okay, that makes sense. Well, if that's the rationale, which I don't believe it is, the logical solution is not to kill the patient. The logical solution is to save the economy by increasing capacity of the ICU units. So right away, people say, well, Savage, you don't know what you're talking about. We can't get trained personnel. And Savage, of course, has thought about this, and he said, increase ICU capacity and bring in the National Guard to staff the increased ICU capacity. And there's no answer to that other than I'm right. So a friend of mine who's a colonel in the National Guard and a doctor, he's been in many wars and he trains young men how to do field, field medicine. He said to me just now, he sent me an email just now. He said, in May of 2020, we had a 1,000-bed hospital set up in the Sacramento area, fully staffed, and we received no patients. In San Mateo, we had a 110-bed hospital. We had only 14 patients in it for 60 days. Ask the governor why he's destroying businesses. I don't have an answer unless they're doing it on purpose, unless they want to destroy small businesses to control people, as was done in the Soviet Union unless they want to create government-issued coupons for basic necessities, as was done during World War II in order to uh, get people absolutely dependent on the government, I don't have an answer to this because there's a solution to the problem without destroying businesses. We're also talking about my appearance on Newsmax this morning. A lot of people liked it. They wished it was longer. And if you want to comment on that, we could do that. Phone number is 855 Let's take some calls, beginning with Mac in Los Angeles on line two. Mac, go ahead, please. Dr. Savage, thanks for taking my call. Um, I've been listening to you on and off since I was a kid, and I just wanted to share one of my memories with you, which is we weren't specifically discussing it on the show, but I just wanted to say your, your coverage in 2014 of what was going on with ISIS in Syria I thought was unprecedented. I was totally glued to my radio. Um, during the entirety of, 20, of the summer of 2014, and I thought you were the only person in the media that was accurately covering that, that crisis. And I'm well, also- you sound like a person who knew what was going on during the Obama reign of terror when he actually encouraged ISIS instead of destroying ISIS, as Trump did once he became president. That's exactly right. And I think- in plain English, in plain English, when Trump became president, he unleashed the full power of the U.S. military along with Russia to destroy ISIS, and the rapes stopped. The decimation of the Middle East stopped, and you don't hear one thing out of the mouth of Wolf Blitzer or Jake Tapper, do you, about this? No. Nothing whatsoever. No. no. Instead, they name Man of the Year, uh, Politician of the Year, uh, Broadcaster of the Year. Mac, are your people from the Middle East? Is that why you paid so much attention to this? You know, uh, Dr. Savage, they're not. I'm just a, I'm a Midwestern kid. Um, I just thought that it was it just blew my mind, you know, during the during that whole crisis that no one would talk about Barack Obama's weakness and the quagmire that he had gotten us in the second time um, in the, in the 20, early 20 percent. And where were you living? Which city were you living in at that time? Um, I was in a, a suburb of Chicago, Illinois. And how were you listening to me? I think I was on WLS at that time. Yeah, I was, I was listening on WLS at my parents. Oh, yes. When the Dickies owned the Cumulus Media Network, I was on the, all their major stations. They were great radio people, and they had me on every major station. And people heard me around the country. And shortly after they were moved out of the board of directors, hell broke loose in the media. And uh, I was taken off major stations in Chicago, Washington, you name it, specifically because of my politics. I thank you for listening. I hope you follow me on the podcast. Now, I don't want to go backwards in time, but I will for one second, since we're talking about war and peace. President Trump has been the greatest president in modern American history in terms of times of peace. He brought us He brought troops home. He didn't engage us in foreign wars. He defeated ISIS. You can go down the list of things he did for world peace. 
He should get another Nobel Peace Prize. Instead, the vermin in the media have turned him into the opposite of what he actually is. I'll tell you something. You want to mark down on a piece of paper what I'm about to tell you? Within six months, we'll be engaged in a shooting war with a foreign power somewhere, probably in Ukraine against Russia in a limited in a limited war. There will be no nuclear war, I hope, but there could be a land action in Ukraine. There could be another land action in Asia under Biden-Harris because the Democrats are a party of war. That's what I fear the most. And what are you going to do, blame Trump for that as well because he was too peaceful? Probably. That's what dumb liberal politicians do. When Swalwell got caught with the China honeypot scandal, you know, the fang-fang-bang-bang pork fried rice lady. When Swalwell got caught in the fang-fang-bang-bang scandal, he blamed Trump for it. He said, oh, it's the Trump administration releasing this information. No, my friends, it's Mint's Democrat Lomain that you should be paying attention to. It's the twice-beaten Feinstein tofu that you should be focused upon, not upon Donald Trump. But if you live in a city with such supine people that they permit bums to crap in the street in good times and lay down for the governor in bad times, do you actually think they would even care to know what's going on? I really don't think so. As long as they have Netflix and a bottle of cheap Chardonnay from some crappy winery in, 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 in Sonoma, they're going to be happy campers. Now throw in a little medical marijuana and that you have, uh, now you have a complete picture, picture of Northern California. Marijuana, cheap Chardonnay, and uh, takeout food. They don't need any more, not more than that. What are sex addicts doing in a time like this? That's what I want to know. You think about a thing like that. I, I've been, I, I'm a social commentator. So I think there's a peop, there are people who are sex addicts. They can't really engage in their sex addiction, can they? Except at home by doing a pull-well. I don't know what the guy's name was. Pull-well? Was it pull-well? The guy who got caught? What was his name? Robert. Tubin? I thought it was pull-well. Oh, Tubin. I was mixing up uh, Swalwell with Tubin and came up with pull-well. Sorry. Jim's laughing. So, okay, so Tubin, the idiot, did what he did. But what are sex addicts doing other than going on porn sites must be booming right now? Porn sites like Netflix. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's a, that's a violent site. Netflix is fun, fundamentally a violent site. But uh, other than watching television and stuff, I don't know what, you can't go to massage parlors anymore. They're closed. Who would go to a massage? They're closed anyway, when you think about it. The, uh, the, the, the massage parlors are closed, aren't they? Jim, you don't go to them. You're a happy, happily married man. But I hear that this, they have to be closed. They're closing restaurants. They must be closing the, the rub joints. I'm surprised. The rub joints are open? Come on. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. The governor lets the rub joints stay open, but the restaurants have to close? No, that can't be true. If that's true, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the hills and join a militia. I'm joining a militia. I'm leaving. I'm just leaving town. Is that tr Can you confirm that the rub joints are still open, but the restaurants have been forced to close by Governor Newsom? I don't believe it. You're telling me these Asian massage parlors are still open? I don't believe that for a second. Not for one second. Well, anyway, anything's possible with dumb liberal politicians who won't increase ICU capacity but destroy restaurants instead. California Margie on line three you're on the Savage Nation. What's on your mind? Oh, hi, Michael. Um, I was just going to say back up everything that you said, and people know history. But in the 1950s, my friend's family, they escaped communist Hungary. And the first thing they did, they shut down small businesses so people would be, be dependent on them. And number two, they went into, this is true, wealthy ham families uh, with large homes, and they moved in strange families instead here. Three or four Did I predict that that's what Harris and Biden are liable to do in this country? Mm-hmm. I think so. Didn't I say it just on the other show that they're going to go into houses and say, let's see, you have four bedrooms, 
you're just two older people over 60. We're putting strange families into these other bedrooms. So now there's here two Mexican immigrant families. There's one from China, one from El Salvador, and three homeless people are going to move into your house. Do you think they, they could get away with it? Exactly, and you know what? Um, this is firsthand knowledge. When her family left, uh, it sounds funny, but they escaped to Germany to come here. Can you imagine escaping from Germany from here, too? So what happened is her relatives were wealthy, and they knocked on the door one day, and, and that's what they said, show us around your house. Oh, this is a big house. In the next two or three days, they you mean, Yes, the little red guards like occasional cortex, the little communists waiting to do that to us here. She is the most dangerous person in modern American political history because while she has the insanity of Bernie Sanders, she is blessed with very sexually attractive uh, looks. And a lot of people are taken in by her looks. We may think she's a horse face, but a lot of stupid young men are gaga over uh, communist cortex. I'll be right back. Savage. doing the job that the moron schmucks with their million dollar trucks won't do all the putzes from KGL news channel 7 news channel 2 news all the useless idiot bums won't report this while Newsom is destroying every small business in the state including restaurants we just confirmed that California will allow tattoo and massage parlors to remain open indoors. November 29th is the date from KTLA. Central retail, 35% to capacity. Indoor malls, 20%. That means they'll be out of business. Personal care services, including salons and tattoo and massage parlors, that's the, uh, the sex workers, 20%. Libraries, 20%. Fitness centers operating outdoors, 50%. Museums, galleries, zoos, aquariums, botanical gardens, 50% out. How do you go to a museum outdoor? Mini golf, batting cages, go-kart racing, 50%. But massage parlors are open. So while the restaurants have been slammed shut by the governor, the rub joints are open. Now you tell me this is not insane. Tell me it's not insane. Tell me it's not totally insane and totally wrong. Is there a liberal listening to the show is not nauseated by what you're hearing? There's no liberals listening to me anyway. They don't, they, their minds are made up. They don't want to hear anything but what they're told by the local newspaper. These people are so stupid, these liberals. I see them. They get the newspaper in the morning, the failed chronicle, the New York Times. They unwrap it like it's the Bible. And these retirees, these stupid retirees sitting with their little finger, they go down the columns, one sentence after another, and they read the Holy Grail. Trump Hitler, Trump Mussolini, Trump Pol Pot, Trump racist, Trump sexist, Trump homophobic, Biden a saint, Harris a goddess. This is what they're fed day and night. Meanwhile, they look around and their streets are empty. Their streets are empty, the roads are empty, the businesses are collapsing. And who are they going to blame for this? Well, it's Trump again, because he didn't wear a mask in January. The same Trump who closed travel from China, they called a racist when he did it. Now who are they going to blame? Why Trump again? Trump is perfect. He's the one who did it all. Can you explain why the governor would let massage parlors stay open? while closing restaurants. Can anyone explain that to me? I want one person to call and tell me why a governor would allow massage parlors to remain open indoors while demanding restaurants close all indoor and outdoor dining. Explain that to me. Tell me who these health personnel are, these rats who belong in a... Oh, I almost blew it. I really almost blew it. I was so close to blowing it just now. Maybe when I do my podcast, I'll blow it every day. Tell me who these health officials are that they would allow a rub joint to stay open while closing restaurants. Who are they? They're nothing. 
they're communist bureaucrats. They're just following orders. You see, they were just following orders. There's no excuse for this, is there? This is Rock and Roll Friday on the Savage Nation. Please follow me on michaelsavage.com to see where I'm being sent in exile in January. Savage. My main question is, has the population of the nation moved left? The answer is yes. It's not even a question. There was a web news race posted the other day on page views. And if, all you got to do is look at the web news race to see which way the country is moving. CNN is number one. Now, you may hate CNN. I despise them. If I could, I'd have them arrested. If I personally could, I'd have Wolf Blitzer and Jake Tapper put into prison and their assets seized for what they've done to this country. But in a way, I'm only a talk show host and their competitor. Small competitor, true, but a competitor. And an important competitor because I have a large following of thinking people. CNN number one, Google News number two, New York Times number three, Fox News number four, Yahoo News five, Drudge six, Wash Post seven, Politico, USA Today, BuzzFeed, CNBC, blah, blah, blah. And then you look at the list and you realize that in the web news race, the left has moved drastically up. The number one talk show host on cable news is none other than that despicable hag, Rachel Madcow. She is despicable in many ways because she makes believe that she's intelligent. And by sneering as though she's in a group with her sorority friends from college, that passes for intelligence and intellect. But she's, she actually beat everyone in the, the cable news race on TV. What does that tell you? It tells you that my question is valid. Has the population of the nation moved left? Now, why has that happened? There are three reasons. One, massive third world immigration. Most of them do not speak English, so it's easy for them to follow a storyline that is somewhat socialistic. Poor education, number two. And number three, and most important of why the population has moved left is the COVID economic lockdowns have devastated people and they need the government to help them. I don't care who you are politically, you know and I know that the government is gonna to have to bail people out and there's gonna be massive starvation. But people need government to help them. And, uh, and there's a massive, massive, massive poverty uh, line in this country that's growing and it's gonna get so big, so big, right after the inauguration, we're gonna see a, cl a collapse. I predict that we're going to have a collapse close to the Great Depression. Now, you, may, you may not want to hear it. I don't see how you can avoid it. Tell me how you avoid it. When you have a governor like you have in New York or in California who is so dumb and blind to what's going on around them that they devastate every restaurant in the country, every uh, restaurant in their state, rather. Did you see it's a ghost town in San Francisco? Where are those people supposed to get money from? Well, you say, well, and it's a plan. They want to destroy the economy so they become the number one supplier of all the things people need. I mean, I've heard that argument. I don't know that I buy it. I think it's just based upon stupidity rather than such a Machiavellian idea. I think most of these people are not as smart as you may think they are. And they get over their head. They listen to dumber people than they are. And they wind up making the, the wrong decisions. After telling restaurants to build outdoor dining facilities, which the restaurants were in such trouble last spring, and they, they complied with the governors. They built these outdoor spaces in New York, L.A., San Francisco. They spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to build these things. And now along come these bureaucrats and say, now you can't even have people dining outdoors. So they're all going to be out of business. And that includes the immigrants. Now, I have my ear to the ground. I have, I've, heard, I've heard the rumbling from the Mexican workers, uh, the others, they hate the governor. They hate, he's the most unpopular, hated governor in the history of California. I'm not saying that he's a bad guy. I'm saying he's been so misled and made so many bad decisions based upon bad advice that it has devastated the economy of the state of California. And I don't think it will recover very, very soon. Now, there's a recall effort here in California. And they're worried about it, as they should be, because he's the most unpopular governor in history between the fires, 
And now this COVID shutdown, the lack of leadership, the hypocrisy, everyone knows about the dining. People are freaking out. And even the most uneducated busboy knows that there's no leadership here. New vaccine billionaires gain wealth. Oh, I'm shocked by that. You mean there's vaccine billionaires? I didn't know that. I didn't. That's why I wrote Virus Profiteers in a time in my book uh, that I just wrote. I told you about the virus profiteers. I saw which way they were coming, where they were coming from. But added, well, you got bread lines, people online, food pantry lines, and they're surging. Bio and tech, $4 billion in added wealth for its CEO and founder. German twins, Thomas and Andreas Strungmann, have added $8 billion to their net worth this year from this vaccine company. Moderna CEO Stephanie Bankel gained $4.8 billion in wealth this year giving them a net worth of $5.3 billion. Meanwhile, there's bread lines, food lines. So what's going to come next year? <laughs> well, look back on the Great Depression. You'll see what uh, Biden and Harris are going to be doing. And I guarantee you the Pelosi uh, squad will be involved deeply in the, uh, in the whole deal, one way or the other. So uh, that's the question. That's all. Is the country moving to the left? I think the answer is yes. It's that simple. And then there's the vaccine issue. Is it safe? The answer is the f- absolutely not. They don't know what the hell they're doing. How do I know it? Because they do- in, in England, they were using two different vaccines because toward the end, at the end of the road, they didn't know wh- which one would work. So they used- Have you ever heard them using two different vaccines on, on a single person like a guinea pig? Never. It's never been done in history. There have not been enough trials for us to say, with any degree of certainty that these vaccines are safe enough to inflict upon a massive population. And so that's why 50% of the population says, hell no, I won't go. So who's pushing the vaccine? Leftists. Isn't that odd? I would say that my politics are more libertarian than they are right wing. I'm certainly opposed to a government imposing a vaccine on me. And I won't take it. I'll tell you right now, I'll get it out based on my... uh, my reaction to certain things in my life, my allergies, you can get out. I mean, there's so many ways out of getting that vaccine. There are many legal ways to decline a vaccine. And if you ask whether the vaccine has MRC5 in it, which they all do, there are aborted fetal cells and other DNA, yes. And if the vaccine does have MRC5 in it, you have the right to decline. But if you go up there and say, I'm not going to take the vaccine, they'll probably force you to take it. So you ask the dumb doctor a question or two. And you ask about iatrogenic reactions, which they're showing. Doctor, if you ask him, is there any chance of, a, of an iatrogenic reaction? And that's a, an adverse reaction caused by several compounds of drugs interacting with each other. The answer is yes, because they all do. So when the doctor says yes, that's it. You walk out. You don't scream. You don't yell. Now, I can give you legal ways out when the time comes. Because I don't want you to take this uh, Frankenstein vaccine and wind up. We don't know the long-term effects, let alone the short-term effects. This was rushed. Now, I want to remind you of something here. When Donald Trump was on this show, God bless him, what was it, a month ago? Remember, he got COVID and he came on the show before the election? You remember he heard me before he came on the show putting down the vaccine saying I won't take it. Remember he even said to me, Michael, I miss you. And then he said, I hear that you're not a fan of the vaccine. Something like that. He said something to that effect. He heard that. This is nothing new to my audience. Am I an anti-vaxxer? Absolutely not. Did my children get vaccinated when they were young? Yes. Yes, I'm not an anti-vaxxer per se. I'm an anti-this vaccination because there have not been enough tests with sufficient numbers of people to give us the clarity we need to say yes. Now you're seeing what's happening with it in England, in the UK. You have uh, anaphylactic reactions. You have allergy, allergic reactions. What do you think is going to happen now? What, what's going to happen now with the anaphylaxis? Allergy risk on Pfizer jab day before FDA meet to give green light to vaccine. UK regulators warn people with significant food and medicine allergies not to take it, not to take it after two health workers suffer anaphylactic reaction. You could die from an anaphylactic reaction. 
Two British healthcare workers who got the vax on Tuesday have had allergic reactions. Warning people with severe food and medicine allergies, that's me, not to get it yet as a precaution. But you know in the U.S. it's more fascistic here when it comes to health than it is even in England. Okay? 111 people among the 20,000 who were given a placebo. 111 people among the 20,000 who were given a placebo also had allergic reactions, which made scientists dismiss it. They said it's, uh, you know, placebo effect. But during its trial phase, 137 of the 20,000 who got their vaccine had allergic reactions. As soon as the U.S. could start giving out the doses is December 15th. It will not become widespread until March or April. Okay, this is going to have some war on their hands. Very big war coming up. When you hear Governor Meatball in New York saying we need to get 75% of the people injected and 50% of the population is saying we're not taking it, but we're going to educate them, what does that mean? Well, Hitler educated the population too around the clock. Yeah, Hitler educated the population. Stalin educated the population. All of the fascists educate their population. Pol Pot educated the population around the, uh, around the clock. When he says ed- educate, he means brainwash. That's what meatballs do. They impose it. You know, he's like a Caesar. Governor Cuomo reminds me of a modern-day guy playing a, a Caesar-like character, you know, like a Roman, uh, a Roman uh, epic. You, you give him a helmet and a toga. That's what he will. I put him in a helmet and a toga. He's not playing west of the Hudson. No one likes that act anymore out here, the tough guy. You know that the tough guy thing doesn't work in politics. I don't know if you know this. This is another, you know, I've not gotten into the whole thing, the acting part of politics. This is an interesting thing, and I want to talk about for a minute, because I just opened up a, a whole thought chamber. Okay, so Donald Trump played the tough guy, or was the tough guy, or is the tough guy. It doesn't really matter, but he played a tough leader. And it's sold to some, but turned off others. So some people liked him being the strong leader. Others hated him for being the strong leader. You get that? Now you got Mr. Mr. Mild comes along. He makes believe he's a nice, mild guy. At the beginning, he was a pretty vile guy with the white privilege, white men no good. That was Biden last January. Then they pulled him back for training, retraining. They shut his mouth. They reprogrammed him. They massaged the, the act. They brought in the actors from Hollywood, the trainers, the teachers, and they said, don't play the tough guy. You play the opposite of Trump. You play the nice uncle, the nice uncle who's going to make everything good again. So then he came out as Mr. Mild Joe, right? Uncle Joe, the nice Uncle Joe. Notice he never got angry, never yelled. So people like a politician who's not mean, who's not, who's not, not dominant. They don't really like, I like dominant personalities who are, pushing the proper agenda i i go for a macho alpha men as a as a citizen of a country i don't mean i'm in love with them i'm saying i prefer a strong dominant personality and a male leader because at least i know where he's coming from i've always liked strong personalities and i've uh i react to strong personalities one way or the other so what i'm saying is this is what we have right now we have biden played the nice guy and the country responded and they move to the left. I, you can talk about the stolen election if you want and, you know, save your Confederate money because Trump will rise again. If you want to do that, go ahead. And you could call me every name under the sun for not joining in the fight movement to take it to the courts. Okay, you could say anything you want. Uh, it's not where I'm going right now. Biden's president. He's going to be president. Harris will be president shortly thereafter, which I've said to you for at least six months that she, the, whoever he picks for the VP, watch out. She's She will be the president within six months. I said that before he picked Harris. Remember that? Okay, it doesn't matter what I said and whether you remember. Okay, it doesn't matter. People don't remember yesterday's uh, lunch, let alone what I, I said three months. <laughs> yeah, I love all those talk shows. We have to keep proving to you who we are. So why would Biden impose a gay male couple upon China as their ambassador to China? What, what, sense, what is he trying to do here? Antagonize the Chinese before it even starts? Oh, boy. I don't know who's making these decisions, and I don't think it's... Uh, we know it's not Joe. Is it Jill? Is it Jill a sociology professor? Is she really running the... It could be. Maybe it's Jill. Joe could be eating jelly beans in the basement. What do I know? Playing pinball. Thank you. I'll be back. Savage. 
I don't have any concern about Mr. Swarwell. Uh, uh, there are those in the Congress who believe, and I am among them, that we should be seeing what influence the Chinese. I've been fighting them, as you know, for over 30 years in terms of their undue influence at universities in our country and the overtures they try to make to members of Congress. You know, even though she's wearing a mask, it's the first time she made sense in many a year. That was Nancy Pelosi, and I agree with her 100%. I don't care about Swalwell. I'm sure he's, he's rotten to the core, but he's not the issue. The issue is, when I was on Newsmax TV this morning, uh, and we're going to try and post it later on the top of uh, michaelsavage.com if you don't get Newsmax TV, when I was on this morning, they asked me about Pelosi, because we all know about Feinstein's husband. Everyone, everyone's well known. And this is not news to any of us who lived in the Bay Area, the deep ties between the Democrat machine and the communist Chinese. But they said, well, why not Nancy Pelosi? I said, because Nancy Pelosi has been very, very strongly anti-communist from the time I remember I began in radio. She definitely supports and supported Taiwan. And so I said, no, she's not part of the Beijing, you know, tunnel or the the bridge to Beijing. Let's put it that way. And people were shocked that I said that because I'm not a knee-jerker. I call them as I see them. And it, you, you got to be fair to the, to the discussion. So Pelosi is 100% right. She said there are those in the Congress who believe among them we should be seeing what influenced the Chinese. I've been fighting them for 30 years. In terms of their undue influence at universities in our country and overtures they try to make to members of Congress. She's right. She's 100% right. And that's why I definitely know the difference between one politician and another. So that was uh, this morning. And uh, we're talking also about, don't forget this, this is my big thing today, increase ICU capacity, do not shut regions down. I am repeating it over and over again until eventually this will become a flood of discussion in America, which is you're arguing that you're closing businesses down because ICU capacity has dropped below 15% or whatever the number is. Why don't you increase ICU capacity? So the next thing is the dummies will say, we don't have enough trained doctors and nurses. That's bullcrap. That's total rubbish. And I put up on my Twitter feed today something you should not ignore. And I got it from a liberal a National Guard doctor friend of mine who said in May of 2020, we had a 1,000 bed hospital in the Sacramento Air Arena, fully staffed. We received no patients. In San Mateo, we had a 110 bed hospital. We had 14 patients in it for 60 days. Ask the governor why he is destroying businesses. And I want you, the listeners of the Savage Nation, to start talking about this, which is Savage said increase ICU capacity. I want you to flood the governor with this. I want you to harass every politician on the left with this. Make them increase ICU capacity immediately and use the National Guard doctors to staff them. And by the way, call them Soviets, not liberals. Go to michaelsavage.com for a window as to where the Westwood One Podcast Network.